Welcome to Abundant Life, where we explore the different applications from the Bible that enable us to live an abundant life. You know, Jesus died so that we can have life and have it abundantly. The scripture says, a thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. You know, two important things to look at in this portion of scripture is first that Jesus died for each one of us for the promise of life abundant. And second, that we have a thief that is present in our lives. And as followers of Jesus, it's important that we recognize this. So grab a coffee, a tea, a water, and join me for the next 10 minutes or so while we explore this concept of abundant life and what we can learn from the most famous book in the world, the Bible. You know, people often talk about how God does exceedingly abundantly beyond all we can think or imagine. And that's actually in scripture, Ephesians 3.20. And I want to encourage you all today that our loving Father, God, is drawing us close to him to give us peace and to give us a good word. So let's pray. Praise you, Lord God. Father, we just come before you today and we surrender our hearts to you. We ask you that you speak a good word to our hearts today. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So today we're going to take a look at something that literally steals away the abundant life. As an introduction to a series where we'll be looking at anxiety and what it will do in our lives if we do not deal with it. If we do not deal with our anxiety as it comes up for us. So we're going to look at what the scripture instructs us to do. You know, first of all, I want to share with you that this is something that I had present in my own life. You know, I studied psychology in university, received my BA degree to try to discover where my anxiety came from and how to get rid of it. And I also completed my master's in Christian counseling. And I've counseled enough people to know that this is something that we all deal with at some point in our lives. You know, again, that scripture, Jesus says, a thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. And I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly. And one of the primary ways that the thief steals, kills, and destroys is through anxiety. You know, the scriptures tell us in Proverbs 1.25 that anxiety in the heart of a man causes depression. This makes it clear that we must recognize, deal with, and get rid of any anxiety in our lives so we don't fall into depression like the scriptures tell us. The second reason is that so we can live an abundant life. And the third is so that we can help others to live an abundant life. So today we are going to set a boundary in our lives today against anxiety. We will not tolerate anxiety in our lives any longer. We will choose over and over again to not tolerate anxiety. And I want to read that scripture again since I left out the last part of it. I left out the last part of the scripture, which is the key for us to be able to step out of our anxiety. It says, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. But don't you just love the buts in the word of God? It says, but a good word makes it glad. And that's Proverbs 125. You know, in the NIV translation, it says it like this. Anxiety weighs down a heart, but a kind word cheers it up. So you see, there's a way we can deal with our anxiety, but it must be a continuous, constant thing for us. 
You see, the first thing is that we must recognize and realize and respond to and become aware of being self-aware enough throughout our day when we are experiencing anxiety in our life. You know, Jesus died so we can have that life abundant. So this is a boundary that we must have in our lives. This might be something that you've never considered or put much thought into. And I want to encourage you that it is attainable that we can become aware of our anxiety. You know how? Galatians 5 verses 16 to 23 says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other, so you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under the obligation of the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. And then he lists many different things that result as, as, a, as, a, as a result of that sin. He says, let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God, but the Holy Spirit produces this fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against these things, there is no law against these things. So what boundary do we put in our lives? The boundary is that we will not tolerate any anxiety in our lives any longer because it is one of the primary ways that the thief steals, kills, and destroys our lives. The scriptures tell us in Proverbs 12, 25, anxiety in the heart of man causes depression. See, this makes it clear that we must deal with our anxiety and get rid of that in our lives. So applying God's word is the vaccine for anxiety. You know, it says anxiety in the heart of man causes depression, but a good word makes it glad. That good word is from the Bible. You know, but practically, what does that look like in our lives? What does a good word in our life make us glad look like? And I'm going to share with you three ways that I found in my life it applies. Number one is hearing the word. And that's being in church. You know, there's something about hearing the word of God preached within my church family here at ROVC that encourages me and uplifts my spirit. You know, we like to say that we're one church in two locations, meaning that we have our online audience and we have our audience here in house. And I want to encourage you, something occurs when we listen to the word of God and we hear the word of God together. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. And being a part of our church family is a way that you can hear week by week the word of God preached in a practical way. Um, another way we can practically apply a good word is to, to deal with our anxiety is spending time reading the good words in the Bible. You know, when we spend time reading, studying, um, listening to the word of God, it encourages our spirit. It's like putting a good word into us. You know, and there's so many ways now that we can do that. The Bible app, version, by you can play and listen to the word of God read to you. You can read through it. 
But a third way that we can get a good word is spending time with others who speak good words to us. This is another reason why the church is so important to me, my church family, and my fellowship with other people here in the church. You know, we have lots of connect groups that happen here in the church. And I want to encourage you, if you're watching online, check out or, or, or you come and take part in the service here in-house, check out rovc.ca and you will see all of our connect groups that we have happening throughout the week. Men's groups, women's groups, prayer groups. And I encourage you, press into fellowship with one another. You know what? I don't want to downplay. I don't want to downplay for us um, the real need to sometimes see a doctor or see a counselor or a pastor regarding our anxiety and depression. It is one of the primary ways the thief steals, kills, and destroys is through anxiety. And sometimes we need to get that extra help. So I don't want to downplay that. But you know what? We can also take matters into our own hands when we're experiencing anxiety and, and, and try these, different, these three different ways um, so that we don't fall into depression from the anxiety, so that we can live an abundant life, and so we can help others to live an abundant life. So this is the boundary we're going to set today after listening to today's teaching. We are not going to tolerate anxiety in our lives any longer. You know what? We are going to reach out and ask for help, either through, for number one, the church, number two, starting our day with God's Word, listening or reading God's Word, or three, opening up to others. So applying a good word is the vaccine for anxiety. And I just want to encourage us all in this moment. I'm going to pray a prayer, and I want to encourage you to press into those three things that we shared. Number one, being a part of a church family. Number two, listening or reading the word. And number three, fellowship with others that can encourage you and speak a good word into your life. So thank you, Father, for today. Thank you for this lesson to remind ourselves, God, that sometimes we do need to hear a good word to deal with our anxiety. And Father, I pray for everyone who's listening, God. I pray that you just meet with them today. And Father, encourage them today with a good word. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.